Welcome to The Empowered Creative, a podcast designed for creatives who are ready to take their happiness into their own hands. I'm your host, Christina, and my mission is to give you practical, empowering, and easy-to-follow mindset tools to help you slay insecurities, grow your confidence, and design an amazing life and business you love. If you are ready to invite self-compassion into your life and give yourself permission to shine, then this podcast is for you. Hey there, it's Christina here and welcome to the Empowered Creative Podcast. This is episode number 10 and I'm so happy you are joining me. You are the best company I could wish for, so let's do this. Today I'm going to share some of the things I personally do in my business every summer. Over the years, these activities have become rituals that I truly enjoy and I thought it would be fun to let you come behind the scenes and maybe be inspired to do some of these activities yourself. Summer can be a difficult time to focus on work. It's vacation season, the kids are out of school, the sun is shining and all you want to do is drink rosé and relax by the pool. Am I right? For many creatives, summer is the slow season and it's tempting to let go of your normal business routines, which of course is totally okay. We all need a break and a vacation once in a while. And you surely deserve it too. But while summer often forces our goals and strategies to take a back seat, it might also prevent you from being in the driver's seats of your business going forward. I have noticed that during vacation time, you can hardly open a magazine without an expert telling you to unplug, to turn off the phone, to close the computer, do not work or check emails. And while taking time off to be fully present for a few days or weeks are soothing for the soul, I don't believe in this one solution fits all kind of thinking. As much as I love being on vacation, I also love what I do for a living. For me, it's a lifestyle, my passion and my calling. So I allow myself to work during the summer. And for the past 10 years, I have been doing what I like to call my summer business rituals. And these are specific activities that I do whenever I go into vacation mode. And doing these activities release So much renewed energy for me to bring into the second part of the year. I spent the slow season to prepare and plan for my busy season. And I see this as a chance to do some business-related activities that I don't normally have time to do when my business runs like normal. And if you're wondering if I'm an insane workaholic, let me assure you that this is not what this is about. I am all for taking time off and have fun and do nothing. I just don't want to ignore my business for several weeks. I love it too much for that. I make plenty of time to nourish myself during the summer, but personally, I don't long for two or three weeks of not doing anything business-related at all. I love the early mornings when I'm on vacation with my family. While the kids are asleep, I will get up and do a bit of work, just for a few hours until the kids are up 
asking for the big breakfast table. Then I stop working and for the rest of the day I can be fully present and together with my family. As long as you pay attention to the balance between working and relaxing, you will be just fine. This summer, you could choose to do things a little different, to get ahead of the game rather than just stay in the game. And while everyone is relaxing, you can continue to build your business without missing out on summer fun. Sounds good? So in this episode, I will reveal what five things I do every summer to boost my business and prepare for the second part of the year. But first, let me announce our reviewer of the week. In each episode, I pick a review from iTunes and I treat that reviewer with a special gift to say thank you. And today's reviewer will win a free seat for my online photography course. So this is so exciting. And today I'm also giving away my favorite vessel, the beautiful Koei Designer Vase. And this pretty thing goes to our Instagrammer of the week, but more on that at the end of the show. Today's review is from Lisa H11 from Australia, and she writes, Christina, I'm so glad I subscribed to your podcast. I have only listened to the most recent episode about overcoming self-sabotage, but I've already learned something so important. My people-pleasing is my way of avoiding being criticized. I have never looked at it this way before. I felt so criticized as a child that I learned ways to avoid it. Now I'm exhausted with the amount of energy I spent on everyone else and how little time I spent on myself. I have avoided creating the life of my dreams because what I want is different from what has been drummed into me that I should be doing. Your wise word about telling me that I don't owe anyone an explanation has been so profound. I'm both elated at the freedom and so sad that I have let so much time pass without really seeing what needs to change. Your podcast has helped me so much, Christina, and I have only listened to the first one. I'm excited to see what I will discover as I listen to the rest. Thank you so much for overcoming your own blocks and putting yourself out there. You are an inspiration. Much love, Lisa. Thank you so much, Lisa, for this beautiful review. And I love that you are listening along from Australia, which is literally on the other side of the planet from where I'm sitting here in Denmark. I think so many of us can relate to Lisa's story. And if you've been listening to episode number nine about self-sabotage, you know precisely what she's talking about. Sometimes we spend so much time bending over backward in order to please other people that we end up hurting ourselves in the process. We forget that our life belongs to us and no one else. The truth is that no one has the right to dictate what you should be or do in this world. Not your parents, not your partner, not your community, and certainly not random strangers. And if you feel like you wasted time living in a way that 
was not healthy or nurturing for you, don't be sad. That time is not wasted at all, so don't beat yourself up about it. This is really important and let me tell you why. It is from realizing and admitting to ourselves how we have been self-sabotaging that we grow tremendous knowledge about who we are. And in that knowledge lies your biggest potential. To give you an example, the reason why I'm able to successfully coach other people today is not only because of my education. It comes from my life experiences. From my past pain, I have grown wiser, stronger and able to help other people untangle their emotional struggles. I mean, without having gone through some hard times in my own life, I would not have been able to be who I am today. I am very much who I am because of the struggles I have been through. And I'm so proud of that. I choose to see this as a positive thing. I forgive myself because I did the best I could back then in the past with the resources I had then. You might see me as empowered today, but only because of what I have been through. I was not born this way. I was made this way by all the experiences I went through in the past. So keep that in mind. Every time you notice a person who is successful, the road before their success has very often been paved with struggles and pain. So I want you to see your past mistakes and past struggles as your biggest keys to self-empowerment. You are empowered right now because you know better. You've had an aha moment. You understand and see things clearly. And therefore, you can do better and change your life so you live true to your values. So never ever beat yourself up about time wasted. Focus on what you learn from it and use it to make a better life for yourself. Okay? One of my favorite mottos is this one. If you want to change things in your life, you've got to change things in your life. But with that motto comes the importance of understanding who you are and why you do the things that you do. So you really can make the best changes for yourself. And that's my goal with the Empowered Creative Podcast, to help you experience these unique aha moments that will empower you to give yourself permission to follow your heart and leave your limitations behind. So thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your story and for the kind words about the show. You are the lucky winner of a free seat for my online photography course. So simply email me as soon as you hear this to claim your prize. All right, let's move on and get into today's topic. Here's five things I do in my business every summer to stay on top of my game and prepare for the new season. Number one, I clean up my blog and my website. Perhaps you remember what it was like to go back to school after summer ended. If you're anything like me, you would get super excited looking at your brand new pencil box with all the new crayons, your new school bag and your crisp new outfit. 
everything was fresh, and even though you maybe didn't like school very much, you were looking forward to starting fresh. That's exactly why I love to clean up my website and blog during the summer. I want to start the new season with a fresh and updated platform. I delete old pages and blog posts that no longer fits my brand, voice and business goals. I update my About Me page and give my front page a new look. I love this process. It doesn't even have to be boring. I often listen to some of my favorite music while I do this. I might even do it out in the garden in the shade with my feet planted in a big metal bowl filled with rose water. Then I can work and enjoy the summer heat, stay cool and get a bit of aromatherapy all at the same time. And hey, I might even have myself a glass of rosé if it's past lunchtime. I mean, what's not to like about that scenario? And it feels so good when it's done. And remember, your website is your online business card, so be careful not to neglect it. You want to always keep it aligned with your business goals. And this process doesn't even have to take long either. You've already done the work, so now you just have to tweak it and make it even better. You can maybe add some new photos of your work, design new graphics for your blog post, add a new profile photo, or you can improve the copy of your front page. All right, so the next thing I do each summer is I do a half-year business checkup. Just like I make a business plan in the beginning of the year, I spend every summer doing a half-year business checkup. I investigate every corner of my business to make sure I'm on the right track, moving in a direction that brings me happiness and fulfillment. I love doing this. I feel it's like having a second chance to make things right. I evaluate my decisions, my goals, and all my dreams that I planned back in the beginning of the year. I reconsider my business plan, and I reconnect with my passion, my why, and my life purpose. Taking time to check in with ourselves is crucial, because we sometimes lose sight of what's most important to us during the daily grind. We get so caught up in daily chores and to-dos that it's easy for us to lose sight of what really matters most. So I ask myself questions like, are you happy with how you run your business? Are you on track to where you want to be at the end of this year? Is there anything you need to let go of or change in order to optimize your effort and stay focused? And what do you need to improve or change for you to make twice as much revenue as you did last year? I mean, rarely will your business dream magically appear. If you want your business to be successful, you got to get out of your comfort zone and ask yourself some hard questions. You got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable questions. And you got to challenge yourself to answer truthfully. Not always easy, but very effective. And just to be clear, no business owner does everything right. 
We all make mistakes along the way. That's normal. And when there is a setback, you have a perfect opportunity for reflection, refinement, and redesign, which is awesome. So take a good look at your business goals this summer. Measure the success of each strategy and fix or change what is not working. Build upon your original ideas. Stay on your path by investigating what works and what doesn't work. This will ensure that you get back after summer break ready to conquer the world. Moving on to number three. I read a lot. I don't have much time to read during the year, so this is something I always do every summer. I go to Amazon and I buy a big stack of maybe eight to ten business-related books. I also read a lot of psychology books as well. I want to stay updated on the latest research and trends. And the good thing is that I can do this while soaking up the sun. This is my way of keeping myself educated. It's like my own little summer school and I enjoy it a lot. Though this might be work-related, it sure is very relaxing too. As a matter of fact, I often fall asleep while reading. I don't know if this is a good thing or not. But at the end of the summer, when I have finished those books, I can evaluate what I learned and decide if I want to test it or implement it into my business. Two of the books I know I want to read this summer is Buddha's Brain, Practical Neuroscience of Happiness, Love and Wisdom by Rick Hansen. He's an awesome guy. And Dare to Lead by Brené Brown. And if you're not into reading, you can always listen to audiobooks or podcasts. Let's say you're at the beach or the swimming pool with the kids. You might not want your head buried in a book. You want to watch those kids. But if you listen to books with headphones, you can easily watch the kids while learning new stuff and get inspired. Number four, I boost my creativity. I treat my creativity as my most important business resource. I never want it to dry out, so I treasure it like it's a matter of life and death. Therefore, I spent a lot of time throughout the entire year to nurture my creative mind, but during summer, I do it even more intensively. I find that the best ways for me to keep my creative juices flowing is to mix physical activities with creative inspiration. Physical activities are important to connect your mind with your body. And when there is a good, strong connection in the mind, body and soul, that's when you will be the most creative. Creativity is not done only by thinking and doing. It's done by thinking and doing with all of your senses fully open. If you are stressed out, burned out or feel disconnected to your body, your creativity will suffer, simply because your senses will not be working in the most optimal way. So for that reason, I make sure to spoil my body with exercise and movements, like jumping on my trampoline, I love that, lifting weight, doing yoga, 
dancing like crazy. <laughs> I'm not taking dance classes. I'm just dancing in my living room. And I look silly while I do it. So there you go. I'm not overdoing this or going crazy about this because I'm not trying to be a fitness queen. My goal is simply to awaken my body and remind my mind and body to work together. Makes sense? But body connecting activities are much more than just exercise. It's also giving your body love and care in form of detoxing, taking vitamins, exfoliating the skin, taking long warm baths, meditate, going to the sauna, getting a massage and being quiet with yourself. So I spend a lot of time doing these wonderful things during the summer. And then I combine those body connecting activities with creative inspiration, such as reading, listening to good music, attend art performances, going to art galleries and museums. I eat in new restaurants, drink coffee in new places. And I also like to go to a big bookstore and look through the coffee table book collection. I will also spend time being playful with photography and test new ideas without putting any pressure on myself to publish that work anywhere. I will maybe play with a style that I haven't tried before, or I will get nerdy with some new photography techniques. All in all, it's about opening up the senses. Invite inspiration in and connect your body and soul. It is by far my favorite way to spend my summer vacation in one big mix of spa treatments, body movements and new inspiration from different creative industries. And if you have smaller kids, you can do most of these activities with them. You don't have to wait until you have a babysitter. Your kids will love you for including them in your creative activities. Number five, I collect ideas. All through summer, I'm constantly carrying a notebook and I take notes every time I get inspired or get a new idea. That way, I can start the new season in the fall with a huge collection of wonderful ideas for blog posts, course content, podcast episodes and new business strategies that I want to implement. I've noticed that my best ideas come to me when I'm exercising, driving, sunbathing or taking a long hot shower. And if I don't write it down immediately, I will forget it five minutes later. <laughs> I used to carry a regular notebook, but in the recent years, I've gotten more into using the app notes on my iPhone I love it. It's so simple to use. Plus, I can access it on my computer as well. By doing this, I end up with an idea bank and I use this list as a reference for the rest of the year. Some ideas will never see the day of light and that's okay. And other ideas end up improving my business and serve my audience. So that's it my top five business things to do during summer. Please head over to iTunes to leave a comment and let me know your biggest aha moment from today's episode or let me know in general what you like about the Empowered Creative Podcast. 
Also, make sure to screenshot this episode to share it on your stories on Instagram for a chance to win a special gift from me. This week's winner from Instagram is Simpson Sister. Congratulations, you have won a beautiful Koei design of ours. Please contact me as soon as possible to claim your prize. And remember, if you have people in your life that can benefit from this episode or any other episode, then please share this podcast with them. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify, then you'll always know when a new episode is ready for you. In the next episode of The Empowered Creative, I'm giving away another free seat for my online photography course. And I'm also going to announce the winner ta-da, of the premium prize, a full day coaching session with me in my home in Denmark. During this one-on-one coaching day, we will plan a roadmap for your business success and tune in on your superpowers. It's going to be intense. It's for serious creatives who are ready for better, ready for change, ready to make profit and ready to feel empowered in life. You can participate in this giveaway no matter where in the world you live and no matter where you currently are in your career. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been running your business for years. The winner will be responsible for travel expenses and I will donate a full day coaching and a delicious lunch. And if you're wondering when this coaching session will take place, we will decide on a date together. So don't worry about this. This is something I have never given away before. So I am very excited about it and I cannot wait to help you boost your business in the best possible way. If you would like a chance to win this full day coaching session with me, all you have to do is to subscribe to the show and leave a review on iTunes. And just so you know, your review will not always show up right away. Sometimes it takes iTunes a few days to approve the review. So if you don't see it show up, don't panic. Just wait patiently. I will announce the winner of the full day coaching in the next episode coming out at the end of June. And if you have anything, anything you would like to ask me, or if you have an idea or a wish for a topic you want me to talk about here on the show, simply email me or connect with me on Instagram. I always love to hear from you. For more free resources on self-empowerment, creativity, business tips and photography, go to my website christinagreve.com and subscribe. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes. That's all for now. Until next time, enjoy life as much as possible. And remember, don't do anything that doesn't feel right, but do what you feel is right, even if it scares you.